Chris, uh, we have finally landed ourselves a sponsorship for Let's Drink About It. What a sponsorship it is. It is Shaker and Spoon, and uh, it's a a really cool way to subscribe to get some cocktail kits at home. So go to shakerandspoon.com and use the promo code ORGEAT. O-R-G-E-A-T. And we'll be back in the middle of the show to tell you more about Shaker and Spoon. Got ups and downs because the world's intense. How could you find out what to pair with your life events? A cocktail will never fail to provide a lift. Just raise a glass with your friends and let's drink about it. You are listening to Let's Drink About It, the show where we proceed from their premise that every life event has a perfect cocktail to go with it. I am your host, Chris Bowman. And I am your other host, Ben Harrison. Uh, and it feels like uh, it's been a long time for some reason. I don't know why, but... Uh we're back. Uh, only we're a, back. Seems one week a, later. One week later, just like we, just like we always are. But it, for, I don't know why. Does it not feel long to you, Ben? Or it maybe does. But I have flown to the West Coast and back since we recorded last. Yeah. So I have an excuse. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, you have no legs to stand on. Oh man. Well, since I got back from uh, vacation, I've been working like a madman and. Uh, I actually feel like my legs have fallen off, so you're right. I don't. There really, you go. That'll yeah, do it. That, that'll do it. The, the work and the and the uh, <laughs> recent amputation yeah. combined to uh, to to make the time pass seem yeah, super long. God, you know, who knew? Like a double leg amputation feels like it. Uh, like time passes slow. Slow. I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. Just gonna <laughs> give up. Just gonna bail in the middle of it. Ben, yeah. how you been doing, buddy? Oh, I'm good. I'm just overwhelmed. I got a lot of new job stress, which is not to say I don't love my new job. I just, uh, you know, there's a lot to learn and a lot of tooling up and, and then, you know, the two shows that I've been doing on the side are now like, you know, when I was, uh, when I was living the the charmed life of a freelancer i could uh i could record a, a podcast with you at 8 a.m on a wednesday if i wanted totally to. yeah 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 and frequently gone, gone we did days. gone yeah. are the days yeah yeah, yeah. but uh well, yeah our, our windows have become smaller i suppose i mean uh recording windows but yeah uh, what are you gonna do huh such is life yeah i mean, these I mean are it's good all for changes. good yeah. yeah all for good reason yeah exactly um so I hope how, I hope I can still bring my signature wit and charm to the to the table. <laughs> yeah, I know signature. Yeah, I, uh, I, I my signature wit and charm, Chris. I was pausing for effect. <laughs> um, and uh, how was your trip away? Good. I mean, uh, you don't have to go into detail, but everything was good, or or what? It was good. I stayed in a hotel in Los mm-hmm. Angeles that my work uh, said that I had to stay in. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't mad because it was a pretty nice hotel and they had mm-hmm. a, uh, a bar on the roof. Um, and my new boss, uh, is, uh, his brother happens to be the chef at this, at this hotel bar, like by mm-hmm. a completely random coincidence. Like, mm-hmm. like he had no hand in the business selecting this as their preferred hotel for employees to stay when they are traveling to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. But uh, it happens to be a hotel where the rooftop bar and and restaurant are chefed by his brother, and so he was like telling me all the all the stuff on the menu that I should try. And one thing they do there is make their own ginger beer in house, and so they got a whole section on the menu of mules. And uh, uh, I will uh, confide in you that I ordered a great many dark and stormies. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, made out of homemade ginger beer must be done and i uh you know enjoyed some uh some springtime uh rooftop los angeles weather and uh i thought it was quite delightful good great love to hear it yeah um how about you how's how's uh how's post how's post vacation work been uh, it, it's been crazy. I mean, we got to check in with each other from time to time. Uh, you know, we don't do it enough. We don't do it enough. And you know uh, what we it, should, we should call out the fact that, you know, like we've, our guest has been sitting here very quietly and, yes. and she took the time to come out to be on the show, but yeah, you know, how, how do you feel about this, Chris? Let's just, 
let's just talk ourselves. Let's not even turn her mic on. Yeah, I mean, I, me being who I am, I feel a little strange about it, but I'm willing to go with it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's <laughs> a little do it. awkward tension in the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, we don't actually have anybody no, here. <laughs> just us. You're stuck with us this week. Um, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I, was just, I, I, I kind of wanted to go with that little premise and then i was thinking about how horrible i would feel who for whoever it was if i was just listening from home <laughs> yeah yeah well you got a heart buddy what are you gonna do you know can't, what are you gonna- <laughs> i can't i can't unhave a heart no it's true um uh yeah it's been it's been you know the seasons are changing right now so the weather's been kind of nice and that you know allows us to open windows and it brings people out and you know what i mean uh yeah so it's been it's been uh, it's prime it's prime bar and restaurant season uh, yeah baby so it's been it's been intense uh but fun um and uh i today just uh um spent the day actually with my father painting uh, uh eventually it's going to be the whole place but we just started with the one room right now and uh my bedroom as Ooh. it were and uh let me tell you something i'm huffing these fumes like a son of a bitch and yeah. uh it's looking great i'll tell you what it's oh yeah real nice gotta let that off gassing take place yeah. <laughs> yeah. don't sleep in that room tonight buddy oh man you gone to those days right they don't do that anymore you can you can uh I mean, I don't know. I'm going to do it anyway. So I'll really, I wouldn't be able to. I can't stand that shit. Yeah, it's not nice. My it's wife, like when we when we pull up to a gas station somewhere, we'll like crack the door and take a big whiff. Oh yeah, I like I that. Hate smell that too. smell. Oh, I love that smell. <laughs> yeah. I can just smell it giving me cancer. <laughs> I mean, shit, man. What isn't giving us cancer? Take a step outside your house. You know. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's a bad attitude, but you know. Whatever you don't like the smell, big deal. You know, don't smell it. That's cool. I'm not. I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't sleep in this room. You're. You're. You're probably. I'm right. just trying to look out for my buddy Chris. Okay? Uh, and I appreciate it. You know, I really do. But uh, thanks, but no thanks, Ben. I'm gonna close the windows tight and, and <laughs> go to bed. Oh, uh, no. Anyway, so big ups to to pops for uh, helping me out today. It was a lot of fun. Ken uh, Bowman, friend yeah. of the show. Oh yeah, big time. Well, I suppose for lack of any anybody here to stop me, I'll go first. <laughs> um, I had to make a dozen really fancy cocktails the other day and mm-hmm. set them on a table and walk away from them and not enjoy them. And nobody else came and drank them either. And Ugh. it fucking crushed me. And I need a what drink for that. Oh, that's a crime. Okay, well, I'm going to... 12 cocktails coming your way, buddy. Um, <laughs> uh, One of each. I, uh, yeah. I, um, I'm, for some reason... Basically, I, uh, I'm on a hypoallergenic diet for the next three weeks at least. Uh, so, uh, I'm, I'm... Yes, I'm on a hypoallergenic diet slash removing um, any remnants of fun from my life uh, and i need i need a drink for that well chris uh you you know we uh because because we're in different cities and we can't just surprise each other with these drinks the mm-hmm. way i think we would like to if we made the show in the in the same space with each other yeah um uh i had to send you your drink ahead of time and you mm-hmm. may have thought that I sent you your drink for ending all fun in your life. <laughs> uh, and in some ways I did. Yeah. But uh, I really sent you a drink for what your life event should have been, which is something <laughs> that Jesse Thorne told me uh, last weekend when I was in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, I was hanging out with uh, past guest Jesse Thorne, host of Bullseye, Jordan, Jesse, Go, <sighs> Bailiff on Judge John Hodgman. Great. I love surprises. Hit me. He says, uh, he, says uh, he and uh, Nick White, other friend of the show, went to, uh, with you to the flea market, and you lit up like a Christmas tree, and you had so much fun and were the most excited he'd ever seen you. Um, I really did. Holy crap, did I ever. I mean, I was there five minutes. Jesse was like, this is my favorite one, because Jesse <laughs> uh, is known to go to... Um, uh, flea markets every weekend, I think, or most weekends. And um, this was uh, the Pasadena flea market. And, yeah. uh, and 
So, so, so they invited with me that, Chris, uh, you know, I, I was just coming, I was coming off of hearing this, this story that filled my heart with joy about you. <laughs> and you sent me this, here my life event is l- removing fun from my life. <laughs> Eeyore fucking life event. Okay. You know what? So, that's a, so that's... I, I, I found a way to thread this needle and you are I drinking a Scarborough Fair. Awesome. So this is tonic water, two ounces of gin half an ounce of herb syrup, and half an ounce of lemon juice. So you're going to build this in a Collins glass with ice, top with the tonic, and garnish with some fresh parsley. And what is in the herb syrup in a Scarborough Fair cocktail? Why, it's parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Of course. Uh, so you'll add a handful of each of those, dried in the case of everything but the parsley, and fresh parsley in the case of the parsley to some water bring that to a boil and reduce it to half and then strain out everything uh saving the water and then add the water back to the pot uh adding a cup of sugar bring that back to a boil until the sugar dissolves and that's your syrup uh that's great awesome i mean i'm um very curious about this drink uh sweet and savory me too yeah should be good um well, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna. We're gonna go with this. I'll 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 talk about my life event, my, the one I came to the table with, and then we'll actually go with the one you you gave me. I love that you <laughs> gave me a life event. I mean, shit, man. There's an example of like I've already forgotten the fun I had. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, Ben, you this week will be drinking something called 19 Pick Me Up. Um, it's uh, two ounces of Pernod, one ounce of gin, a quarter teaspoon of simple syrup. Uh, three to five dashes of Angostura bitters, three to five dashes of orange bitters, and sparkling water. You're going to combine all ingredients except the sparkling water uh, with cracked ice in a cocktail shaker. Shake well and strain over ice cubes into a chilled highball glass. Fill with sparkling water and stir gently. Now, real quick, Ben, this was um, uh, another recipe from the New York Bartender's Guide. (laughs) The same book that the... uh, Banana, the, the notorious banana leaky came out of <laughs> the banana leaky came from. So, uh, I mean, look, I've had some good drinks from this book. That happened to be a bad one. Let's hope this is not. Hey, that one uh, was fun to look at, at the very least. Yeah, sure. And it was fun to. It's always fun to hear a reaction to a bad drink. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the Frank Collins, I guess. Yeah, totally. Make those drinks, Ben. We have. A brand new sponsor, as mentioned at the top of the show, shakerandspoon.com has decided to jump on board with us. And us with them. And us with them. I mean, this is a mutually beneficial little uh, thing we're doing here, and it's very exciting. Uh, Ben, why don't you explain a little bit? There's these subscription kits that are so hot these days. You got your your meal subscriptions, your uh, swag subscriptions. Shaker and Spoon, I think, is of particular interest to people... Uh, that listen to this show because it's a bunch of cool ingredients for cocktails. And so the way it works is they'll kind of build a box around a specific spirit and they're not sending you booze. They're sending you all the stuff that you need to make three or four drinks with, say, tequila or vodka or gin. So uh, That's right. Like, like, you know, every week we send you out into the world to find ingredients for the drinks we make and talk about on this show. Well, these guys are picking the stuff out for you and packaging it and sending it to your door. So yeah. it does not get easier. It's not, it does not get easier and they're running a real classy operation. I mean, it's really cool ingredients. You know, they're working with really talented mixologists to come up with the recipes for these boxes and, and sourcing really cool ingredients that are kind of hard to find uh, mm-hmm. otherwise uh, to, to send you. And so you can subscribe for... You know, one month, you can subscribe for three months, you can subscribe, subscribe for up to a year. Um, and if you use our promo code, we get our beaks wet a little bit. And uh, that's right. You know, you help support our show, plus, you get some cool cocktail stuff sent to you on a monthly basis. It's like, uh, it's like the holidays every damn month around here. Oh, God. Uh, you know, so that promo code again is O R G E A T or Jot. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it's a word cheat. we don't really know how to pronounce, but no. we know how to spell it. How for to spell sure. it? <laughs> Fuck yes. So you know, yeah. Again, as Ben mentioned, uh, if you choose to take the plunge, you in turn help us, and you get this amazing monthly product sent to your door. Uh, and honestly, it's something that we, 
can get behind. You know, it's a, it's it just fits so well with what we do, and uh, we're super excited that we're working together. One thing we should say is the more boxes you commit to, the the better it is for us. So if if you're if you're ready to jump in head first, go for go for the full year. And I I really can't possibly imagine anybody being disappointed in this investment. Like it's it's such cool stuff and you'll have all these like interesting syrups and different types of bitters and stuff. They send you fresh produce. Uh Mike, the oh. guy that uh that started it was telling me about how they go to the like the place in the Bronx or Queens or whatever, where like restaurants in New York get their fresh produce. So it's like, it's like the freshest stuff. Like they can, like they're buying it from somebody who can tell them like within hours, how recently the citrus was picked or whatever. And, wow. uh, it, it shows up on your doorstep a couple of days later, ready to go. And, uh, and it's a, it's a party in a box. Let me tell you, they send you all the ingredients minus the booze. And that's enough for, it's three different drinks a month. It's enough to make four of each drink. Uh, so again, use the promo code or JIT or JAT, O-R-G-E-A-T. And uh, that's shakerandspoon.com. Once again, shakerandspoon.com. Go now. Do it. Make that money. Cheers, Benjamin. It is a pleasure and a privilege doing business with you, my friend. Cheers to you as well. Mm. Now I have some confessions to make, Chris. Oh, God. What did you omit slash substitute? <laughs> well, so I, it actually kind of dovetails with my life event. Okay. Um, my uh, so my new job is I am head of video for a bunch of lifestyle websites at this media company. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the websites is called MadeMan dot com. Okay. Uh, it's a men's lifestyle uh, site, and it's not the gross, horrible thing that. I normally think of when I think of men's lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a, it's got a good heart uh, in it and good people. Uh, now, by men's rights webs, uh, men's men's rights. <laughs> I just ruined my own joke. How Damn it. dare you? <laughs> my men's lifestyle. You mean men's rights website, right? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I ruined the joke. Jai, fuck it. Anyway, we're trying to do something about all this nepotism and game journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so one of the things that, uh, our coverage area includes is, uh, the finer things in, uh, in gastronomy, including cocktails. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I've been working on a series and what I hope this is going to turn into is that we're going to have a short little, like under 30 second cocktail recipe video, like every single week, all year long, um, where I get to kind of really like make a, a beautiful little little video that uh, we'll, you know we'll put up on our Facebook and Instagram and whatnot. Um, but so I had to shoot twelve of these, and I was starting from from scratch. You know, like they're mm-hmm. they have they haven't done this type of content before. There's lots of cocktails on the website, but it's like photos and recipes, not um, not videos and. And uh, the f- folks that contribute that content aren't in the New York office, um, mm-hmm. so so I had to basically kit it kit it out with a a passable home bar, which included like ordering one of everything from a <laughs> local liquor store. It was like, I need a bottle of tequila. I need a bottle of gin. I need three kinds of rum i need a bottle of bourbon i need a bottle of rye i need a dream scenario it was really it was a fun it was a fun shopping spree to go on i will not lie Mm -hmm. but uh i uh you sent me this drink and i was like uh i did just recently buy some gin so i've got everything i need for this and (laughs) i uh, just went down and looked in my looked in my bar cart and then looked at my liquor cabinet and i realized that the gin that i recently bought was for work (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh shit! So, you didn't so it's sh- a, it's in an office building right now in uh, in <laughs> M- Midtown Manhattan. <laughs> so uh, what are you doing? Uh, well, so a hunch that I have uh, harbored for a long time, and I've probably given voice to plenty of times here, is that mezcal is an interesting substitute for gin. It's not going to be a replacement, but it makes an interesting version of a drink that. Uh, 
that might have had gin in otherwise. And uh, at least in the case of this cocktail, I think that's borne out. Wow, cool. So, I mean, you know, what was the what was the hunch? Like, what what fueled the hunch? I mean, well, because they both have sort of a, a they're both a botanical. Pretty, they're both dry, and they have they both have kind of a yeah a, a an herbaceous quality to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's nothing in mezcal that's going to taste weird in something that you would mix with gin, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's uh it's it's definitely gonna make a real different drink. Like if you make yeah. a martini with mezcal, it's not gonna taste like a gin martini. Right. Of course. But uh but uh a, a fun experiment and uh I I would say in this case a successful one. Cool, great. And um, so, so uh the other thing that I was really surprised about with this drink is what color it is. Because I don't know if you've ever like poured out a bunch of pernode, but it's like kind of a almost like a pea green it's not like chartreuse color it's like mm-hmm. yellow chartreuse color okay. maybe a little greener than yellow chartreuse mm-hmm. uh so i was like man this is going to be a weird green looking drink and then i uh, remembered as i was dashing in the angostura that it was not but uh it's like it's like the color of bubble gum what? it's kind of amazing to look at wow yeah uh, my, my, uh, well, the syrup that, um, I had to make for, uh, my drink, um, was, uh, sage, rosemary, and thyme, like dried with fresh right. parsley. And in the instruction is that you, you boil two cups of water with the herbs in them to half. So down to a cup and then you add the sugar and then until that dissolves and then that's your syrup. Right. But as, uh, I explained to you before we, uh, rolled today um i couldn't get dried uh, uh i could get fresh or i could get ground and i was like in my mind i thought well i don't want fresh everything fresh parsley is all it's called for so right uh, i, I ended up going with the ground and i'm like this is not going to end well you know <laughs> uh but it uh it did and it's it's really this is surprisingly nice um nice yeah it's a really really nice drink and uh this is a summer drink for sure. This is as the, the, as our weather starts to turn. It's definitely one to sit on the uh, the old porch and have a few. Oh, excellent! Yeah, you know this this is a drink where my search was as sophisticated as going. You know, I bet there's a cocktail called Scarborough Fair. I wonder <laughs> if anybody's done that. And I like Googled it and I found a website uh, see, very quickly. Yeah, that's how that's how I search sometimes too. It's like I've got this thing in my head, and, and yeah. you sometimes luck out. Yeah. And this was this was like the blog of somebody who definitely knows their way around their kitchen, but isn't necessarily like a cocktail person. So mm-hmm. I had to make a couple of uh, tweaks. You know, it, like I feel like a like you can tell you are. The, the two big red flags that you're reading a cocktail recipe written by somebody who is more a food person than a cocktail person is uh-huh. when you see measurements in like quarter cups. Yes. Or when you see like put a little of uh, the herb syrup and a little bit of lemon juice and stir it up. You know? Well, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's what it says. Like the, the, for the syrup, it said a handful of this, yeah. the herbs. And, and so I just kind of, I think I did a teaspoon of each ground. I mean, yeah. this has got to be close. Yeah, because ground is like weaponized, right? Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this is. It, I, I, I'm not sure that this is overkill. I'm not. I, I'm not at all being uh, overpowered by the uh, or the drink isn't being overpowered by the the syrup at all. So great, something's gone well. Which, uh, yeah, it's um, it's yeah it's very pleasant. I mean, I I literally read it and took a guess at what the. Uh, portions of the different parts probably would be if mm-hmm. if I was making it at home. So uh, uh, I probably should have left that to you, but uh, I you know wanted to, no. I wanted to read a recipe that people could follow off the air. Yeah, well, I uh, the other thing is the whole the reason I brought it up is because you mentioned the color of your drink and the color of the syrup is not the most attractive color. I mean, it's kind of like a, a almost like a dirty brown. You know, and uh, thinking uh-huh, putting dirt that McGirt. dirt McGirt right in the cup, right in the glass. Uh, but anyway, it gets it gets so diluted because it's only half an ounce. So right, it's actually it's a it's it's kind of like an off green in the cu- in the glass. So oh well. Anyway, um, anyways, um, yeah. So uh, so for this uh, for this shoot, like we literally like 
I literally made like a spreadsheet with recipes and ingredients and shots that I wanted of each one. And mm-hmm. my, uh, our, actually our friend Jamal, who does the, uh, does the rhyming on our theme music, mm-hmm. uh, is also a super talented, uh, videographer and photographer. And I know he, I knew he'd done lots of tabletop work before. And he's also a professional bartender. So I was like, wow, you know, who's perfect to hire to help me shoot this <laughs> is my friend Jamal. Amazing. And, uh, and so we got into this, into my new studio at like 10 a.m. And we started mixing cocktails and like setting them in front of the camera and uh, filming, filming them. Just a, and then just a two man crew. Yeah. And awesome. then we would just set the drink like on a table that was kind of near, like we, we kept the door open most of the day. So like other people in the office could walk by and kind of like see that, see that the, uh, that the fire was roaring. There was like <laughs> production being done in the production space, which I'm, I'm told that this studio that I'm taking over has probably not, uh, been the site of any production in like two years. And it really shows it's just like full of weird old equipment that nobody wants. And, like wow. there's there's like a stamp machine that's it's probably like a, a leased stamp machine like probably somebody is paying a monthly lease on this fucking machine and is just sitting in the corner collecting dust <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh you know like at, at like noon we broke for lunch and i realized there were like four cocktails sitting there just like Begging just to like be melting you know like the the ice is all melting and stuff and i was like damn it this sucks well it was the morning like in the afternoon people will come by because this is not like a uh a teetotaling office like there's okay. there's beer in the fridge there's a little bar cart in the in the like employee dining area and then in my section like we have our own other bar cart like there's lots of booze around and like Nobody is tripping if you want to have a beer in the middle of the day. Right. But uh, we were making all these like just, you know, like I'm, I'm, especially through this show, I have gotten better and better at making a cocktail and making a cocktail that looks nice. And um, we were making good, good drinks and setting them down. And, <laughs> and like people would come in and be like, what are you guys up to? And I'd be like, oh, we're shooting these cocktail videos. You, There's like, a bunch of drinks there if you want to uh if you want to take one with you and uh nobody took us up on it and by the end of the day we were like we we had to return equipment to the rental house so i had to like pack jamal into a cab with all the gear and get him back and i was flying out to la the next morning so i had to i had to clean up the studio like you know we were cooking you know essentially in there so we had lots of you know hulled lemons and limes and vegetables and stuff and i had to get all the like perishable things out so that i didn't come back you know almost a week later and (laughs) find a room full of rotten fruit (laughs) and uh so i just you know like i was scrambling to clean up and our uh our dog we've been putting in daycare while we've been uh while while i'm you know starting this job so (laughs) Mm -hmm. i like I, i have to be back to to Williamsburg to get him out of daycare before they close. Uh, and I don't even know like what would happen if I wasn't so many things, man. So stressful. And, like, and so I just was like, well, there's no sitting and enjoying any of these drinks. That is not on the table at all. No, no, no. And, uh, and so like at the end of the day, I found myself just dumping cocktails down the drain Uh, and like you know like i'd bought a pineapple to make a garnish for one of the drinks i cut a wedge out of this entire pineapple and the rest of it i was like there's no like nobody is here to take this with them and uh, like i am leaving so i'm throwing an entire perfectly good pineapple in the garbage and i just i was like oh like i my chosen (laughs) profession filmmaking is the most destructive thing humans do (laughs) you know i used to um do some set building uh in another life and that you want to talk about a wasteful oh yeah wasteful oh my god you're putting up a bunch of like beautiful lumber that's you know probably higher grade than what people use to frame a house yeah and and then (laughs) then you just chuck it it down and throw it in a dumpster it's like it's it's the most um 
it's the most wasteful uh, exercise. But you know, it's uh, how is anyone going to buy a bag of Doritos if they don't get this this set built around a bag? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. How are we going to convince anyone to get their uh, their regular smear test? If we don't build a cervix for Nadia Kamal to wrap on, wow! I mean, come on, like that was a, that was a work of art. Oh, my. that was a work of art, and it, it on a on an ongoing basis, I am devastated that that twelve foot cervix wrap set that we built does not exist somewhere. It was, was destroyed after yep. we were done with it. That was it was so too badass. big to take out of the room that we shot it in. Like <laughs> yeah. it was built in that room and it was too big to take anywhere, so it just yeah. had to be taken taken apart. Uh, it's a crying shame. You know, it was, uh, it was a sight to see that, that thing. And if you want to see it, you still can. It's yeah. Search for pap rap on YouTube. There you go. Uh, so, I mean, you know, I was really hoping when you said you poured 12 cocktails down the drain, the drain was your, your throat, but, uh, it's not, <laughs> uh, it's not. um, it's just sad. It's a real drain into, yeah. into what? Yeah. Where does it go? Into the river? Straight into the river? Like, yeah, probably. There's some <laughs> very happy drunk fish. <laughs> just like, holy shit, 12 cocktails just showed up. Guys, um, get over here. This is check amazing. Out this, check out this chunk of pineapple. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a shame. But I mean, I, I'm glad you, you know, that's a, that's a real cool uh, uh, little team you had, you and, and Jamal. And you're just banging yeah. out these amazing little videos. So they're 30 seconds, you said? Uh, the goal is 30 seconds to a minute, and uh, I I don't have a name for the series yet. Um, we still haven't quite nailed that down, but um, I'm hoping in the, like the next, I'm going to guess in one month, you'll be able to start finding these on mademan.com. I think um, just by the very fact that you th- threw 12 cocktails down the drain, wasted should be in the title somehow <laughs> uh, well, my uh one of the things that i said to uh to my boss was um you know 12 was a number that we were able to hit but just barely and mm-hmm. uh if we want to really do it right i think it should be more like eight mm-hmm. in in a in a scheduled shoot day mm-hmm. um which is very doable because, you know, like we have all this glassware and all this barware and, you know, most of the, obviously, booze is, was not used. So mm-hmm. we, it's not going to cost the same to to do this the second time. Um, and uh, and I'm hoping if we if we shoot eight in a day, like we'll, we'll kick off at like 5 p.m. and be yeah. like, hey, like everybody in the office, here's a beautiful, I don't know. What do you call that, like, that punch that they make by pouring the bar mat out into a glass? Oh, God. I don't... Yeah, there's got to be... I don't know what the name is for that. Yeah. Uh, there's some name for that. Is there? Yeah, like like uh, like the the mat that bartenders yeah, mix yeah, yeah. cocktails on. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. the, like, the slurry that comes out of that is often... I mean, not often, but, you know, the, you pour it into a shot glass and you dare somebody to... I don't know. You pick up their tab if they if they'll shoot it or something. Um, I if we can. Uh... I feel like in 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 if if it's the right bar, like I'll take that bet. You know, like that's been that was like in the dishwasher, and then they put it out at the beginning of service. So all that's gone in there is just like the stuff that they were making drinks out of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? If you're right, one ounce of this sludge. <laughs> I mean, right, but there's other bars where they're like not clean, you know, like when you watch like Bar Rescue and he lifts oh, those up shit. and there's, wow. you know, bacteria yeah. teeming underneath. The bacteria is using the, it's doing push ups with the bar mat on its back kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, damn. You know I what mean, John Taffer's up to. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty exciting, man. I, I got to say, like, you know, to, to, especially, you know, just to have even someone like Jamal, who's got the background he's got, you with the background you've got, and you know this pot, this very podcast. I mean, it's so very on brand for you that uh, <laughs> it, you know it's uh, it's pretty exciting to be able to. I mean, after all the talk of like wanting to do projects or having to do projects that you like but don't love, I mean, this sounds like something that's like really in your wheelhouse and something you can actually be like enthusiastic about. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fun. The, I'll I'll tell you the uh, uh, I don't know. Did I tell you this story last week? Um, our uh, so so the other sites that I uh, that I'm that I'm video head for are uh, more more aimed at young women, and I had to review a a raft of videos that uh, were all about like queefing and having sex on your period and stuff okay like i mean like they weren't up they weren't like showing it they were just like you know like advice videos for think? young women right, essentially okay. and it was like i was like on my first day like they're like here's six videos about queefing and and like boob pain and period sex uh what do you what, yeah <laughs> can you give us your uh your professional opinion <laughs> that's amazing man i mean like what what oh god i would be pay like top dollar to be a fly on that wall Oh, it's so fun. So silly. And then like you have to have a meeting about it with the like ad sales team and corporate and everything and be like, well, I think the queefing video should probably come before the butt video. (laughs) And, you know, I mean, you know, is there any part of your brain that one day imagine you'd be in a fucking office reviewing queef six queefing videos (laughs) and getting paid to do so? unbelievable yeah. that's that's i mean well done ben you know you've really yeah you've, living you've the really, dream chris you've, grow, you've grown up the dream yeah you grown <laughs> up uh well on uh on that note um so really quickly my uh bullshit life event um is that i have been so desperately wanting to get off of sugar for a long time and, oh you've been you're, you're persuaded by this house in your neighborhood uh, this house in my neighborhood. Isn't there some guy in your neighborhood that has like oh, day yeah, yeah. one thousand forty three? No, no, on. he had, he stopped at a thousand. But yeah, no, that's something that was in. Yeah, that for sure. Um, I, and the only reason is like I don't. I he think put, sure. we should explain. Sure, he puts this sign in his window that says yeah. how many days he has. That's right. He and, and, and it, it turned out that uh, this guy was a person. I mean, I assumed it was a guy for some reason. Uh, this person. Um, was doing a thousand days without sugar and, um, and had a stutter start at a hundred some odd days and ended up getting to a thousand, uh, in the end. Anyway, this was something every time I saw it, I was, I thought, you know, this would be something, not a thousand days, but just to see how sugar affects me and, and coming off of sugar. And, you know, so basically what I'm doing is following like this hypoallergenic diet all because I want to remove sugar. So I'm still, I can still eat sweet things like, uh, you know, f- some fruits and whatnot. I can't, I honestly don't know if I have the willpower to, to go <laughs> entirely sweet free, you know, like I can't, eat, <laughs> I can't eat refined sugar, anything. I, sh- you know, this drink yeah. I'm allowing myself, I'm not drinking alcohol, uh, except for the show. And, um, anyway, that's the bullshit. Like, I mean, it's all for a, a, a good, uh, for what I hope is a good cause, but, um, the removing any remaining fun from my life was obviously just a piss take on my <laughs> miserable fucking existence. But yeah, let's talk about this Pasadena flea market. Um, Jesse was absolutely right. Uh, I had no idea, you know, like the, the, I, you know, I was like a kid in a candy store and I had no idea that I was going to react this way. And I, you know, I'd find Jesse. I kind of hung around with Jesse most of the time because watching Jesse work is a thing in itself. Uh, but you know, the, the, the characters at a yeah. flea market, the characters at a flea market, uh, really, um, incredible, amazing people. Pretty like, out of control, know, right? Uh, out of control. And, and I mean, the, the treasures, the treasures, it was actually kind of torturous because, um, yeah. So many things because you're not saw. buying shit to take back. Yeah, like I mean, I, I mean, there's like beautiful pieces of furniture, and obviously these are things I know that exist at flea markets. But the quality of these things at this particular flea market, you know, there's sure there's junk booths, but there's a lot of good stuff. And um, yeah, I found a, a couple of little gems. Jesse Trout- took me to Jesse took me to an estate sale when I was just in L.A. and uh, mm-hmm. like. The thing I never know with Jesse is like, is he just way better at this than everybody or like, does he know the right places to go or what? Cause like, 
I've never been to an estate sale where I wanted anything. And this fucking thing he took me to, I was like, everything in here is amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, yes, that he has a nose for it. I mean, it's obviously part of his profession now. But, I mean, he he uh, let me know that I, uh, when he was a kid, he would go to a lot of these things, you know, um, flea markets and, and sort of watch and learn. And, and uh, right. just by being with his mom, I guess. And and uh seeing how people operated and so like growing up in this culture and seeing the cool shit you could get at these these flea markets and uh, and sales estate sales i mean i think he's just honed in like i walked up to i walked up to a vendor and i was like i don't feel like bartering i'll give you what you're asking here you go i'll take this thank you and that was it <laughs> and that's that's not even fun that's just you know uh but but walking from from booth to booth and and watching uh watching our friend Jesse work oh man you know, you uh, and to have an eye for and to know what you're looking at helps. Uh, you know, I kind yeah. of I saw some some stuff there that you know just looked good to me. I, I have no idea if it's got any value or if I'm you know I'm, I'm not selling things on or anything, so I don't really have I don't have that uh, that sense about me. You know, um, uh, I was talking to our friend John Roderick about this recently as well, and he is also like he's like a master thrifter. I would I'd put him on a similar level to Jesse, but they probably have real different styles and different, you know, different different approaches, different stuff they're interested in. But uh, I've been I've been in thrift store environments with both of them, and and it like it is voodoo to me. Like I go into the yeah. pla- those places, and I'm like, I don't like the smell. Nothing in here is gonna <laughs> is gonna fit smell. me. Like. And they're both like they're both about my size too. Like they're both like tall men with you know they're probably forty four longs both of them. And <laughs> and like I uh, I feel like I've never been in a thrift store and found a single garment that fit on my body. And like they got they they fucking rock thrifted shit all the time. Like their yeah. their wardrobes are like largely compiled out of thrifted clothing. But I think, you know, that does, like, I don't know how long uh, per uh, store visit you've spent with them, but it takes time. And, and I mean, time, like, as in day after yeah. day, you know, or right. like, you just have to know your spots and, um, you know, you just have to, you can cut down so much time uh, by spending so much time, I guess, if you go in regularly and see what's new and whatever. And I mean, because I've got some good stuff, just casual, like casual wear, but like, uh, you know, that fits, that's you know so cheap and so great you know just by right. going often you know but you're this right this is I the think- thing like the it's the it's the time factor that i think really doesn't like you know it, the the math that happens in my head is like what is the most i have ever been paid for an hour of work that's my rate for going into a thrift store if i'm saving more than that per hour I spend in the thrift store, <laughs> then then I'm happy to do it. You know, like one time I walked into a thrift store, there was a uh, a a Tom Brown for Brooks Brothers raincoat mm-hmm. on, on the rack that I knew retailed for like eighteen hundred dollars. Jesus, they were selling them for a hundred dollars a pop. And they had one that fit me. They had like, you know, it was like a bunch of remainders or something. Like they just had a rack of them and Mm -hmm. one of them happened to be my size. And I walked to the front and I paid for it and I left. And (laughs) it was like, I mean, mean, like it was like a retail uh, thing, except for it was way cheaper. Yeah. I mean, but But, don't don't you But like that is the only context in which... I like have ever successfully thrifted where I was getting something that was like essentially new, uh, you know, but I, I, I guess it, I, it depends on how, how, um, how much you hang on to the feeling of feeling you, like you've committed a crime. Like you got an $1,800 jacket for a hundred dollars. Like you should have been like running out of that store, like, or it's casually like, <laughs> like, you know, one of these, like, like whistling as you left the store and yeah. then, you know, been pulling your hair out when you got outside. But, you know, some I should have, people- I should have gone outside, put it somewhere safe and then come back to the store and been <laughs> like, you guys can mark this up like another 400 bucks before people start looking sideways at you. Uh, like, you should have. Yeah. Are you fucking high? Yeah. Yeah. But, but I uh, think it was, I, a, it was I mean, a charity shop. So that shit was priced to move. And I don't, I don't think that that's how I'm, I'm quite sure that that's not how, uh, 
John or Jesse shop for those things. Like, I mean, obviously they, they, you know, they love to find some like cool piece or whatever, but you know, I don't think they're, you know, feeling like they've, uh, gotten away with something. I don't think it's just, no. you know, it's just the, uh, it's part of the deal. That's yeah. It's part of the deal. For. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jesse was right. And I'm glad you brought it up because, um, good Lord, uh, I, I'm a convert, you know, <laughs> cool. A, yeah, for sure. It, it, it just, it, it, it made me like, it, it, it renewed my, uh, my, my love of you. Not that it needed any renewal, Chris, <laughs> but, but, uh, but like, I, like I think we both struggle with this every week trying to come up with life events and I was like I was talking to Jesse and he told me this story that I was like god damn Chris is so fucking hilarious and great and then <laughs> and then <laughs> I go what I go home and I'm like, can I record a show with you? And you're like, my life event is no yeah, but that's, fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you're right. I will say this. I don't know if I got to say this uh, since I've been back, but that was a phenomenal trip. It was so good. I got to spend, I think I did say this actually. I got to spend a few days or a few little visits with Jesse and, and, and a lot of friends that uh, I wanted to see and some I didn't get to see. But um, man, oh man like it was just yeah that whole thing you know it was it was beforehand it was an event like i was going somewhere but um yeah it was man you were when you said you know you you know you you like to do like be good to yourself and i didn't know like i just go and i just you know throw myself into something and and you know sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't but that was yeah it was a phenomenal trip and and uh you know Jesse and, and Nick. Thanks for having me along because that was we ate we ate burgers and pie after that. I mean Jesus Christ, how, yeah, how much better baby. can it get? Yeah, that's like how my you do eyes it. Were, my fucking eyes were rolling back in my head. I was having such a good time. Request. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> <laughs> we have a call this week. You know how people call Chris? Of course, they go to no, www.letsdrinkaboutthatit and they click on the tab on the right hand side of the screen that says leave a voicemail. I don't know if it says that. I think it says leave a voicemail. Yeah, it says, yeah, send voicemail, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, here's our call. <laughs> hey, guys. It's AJD Gregorio here. And my life event this week is pretty exciting. I am uh, moving into a small house and downsizing, well, upsizing. I'm going from an apart- a two-bedroom apartment <laughs> with five people to a three-bedroom house with three people. And uh, I need a drink for that. Wow. Right on, AJ. AJ, up and downsizing at the same time. My brain is in a twist. I like it. How do you play this, Ben? Well, I was thinking about, uh, you know, I was thinking about envy and how I envy somebody making, making, making big moves like that. Mm-hmm. And I was also thinking maybe like there's an economic upside or downside in this. <laughs> so uh, so there's the, an economic upside and downside or downside. Yep. You know, like I think that sometimes moving, moving, you're like going to pay more, but sure. you're, 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 there's less crazy uh, or sometimes you're paying less, you know, like, I mean, I don't but, know. but, but I don't he's know, upsizing and, work, but he's upsizing and downsizing. So maybe he's paying both more and less at the same time. Who knows? Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Whatever that like that like psycho emotional currency is. Yeah. You know, that comes into play here. So sure uh it does. AJ, you're gonna be drinking a cocktail called the Green Man. This is an ounce and three quarters of gin. No uh penalty if you decide to substitute Mezcal, of course. <laughs> uh an ounce of Saint Germain, half an ounce of green chartreuse, three quarter ounces of lime juice, three dashes of absinthe. And an ounce of sparkling wine with seven tarragon leaves and a sprig for garnish. So you're going to combine the gin, the St. Germain, chartreuse, lime juice, absinthe, and the seven tarragon leaves in a shaker with ice. Shake until well chilled and then fine strain into a cocktail glass. Top with the champagne or sparkling wine or whatever and garnish with the sprig of tarragon. Ooh. Sounds pretty good, right? Yeah, it really does. It, it kind of really like I feel like there's something thematic between that and your drink, even though they're yeah, not put, like well, they don't really have that much in common other than gin. Put the garden in the glass. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like I um, 
I feel like when you do that, like when you've got, well, with my, in the case of my drink, when you've got herbs in your drink, um, I don't know. It feels like oh, I love that hard H and when you pronounce herbs. Chris. You know, it's funny. I can't win, man, because I say herbs. I actually say <laughs> I actually say herbs. But yeah. you earlier said herbs, and I was like, oh, he's correcting me. And then uh, because people have corrected me, I wasn't me. correcting. I was no, being no. a feat. But people say people have corrected me when I say herbs. Like I think I think it was in the UK. I used to get corrected a lot. Herbs. Oh uh, well, that's a, that's because they say it herbs there. But when you're when you're going to smoke some spe- some spleef with your buds. <laughs> You say, uh, herb. yo, let's smoke some herb. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, herb, herb, take a shot. Um, <laughs> That's such a good point. People should be taking shots. Fucking shots all over the place. We need uh, gunshot sounds in the background here. That, yeah. Uh, anyway, I think it's you're being extra, extra fancy to yourself if you're putting herbs, herbs in your drink, you know? Mm-hmm. Herbs, herbs. Yeah. I think there's actually a place in Toronto called Herb's Herbs. I'm almost 100% sure there is. That's great. Good Pretty job, great. Herb. Pretty good. Um, Pretty good, Herb. Uh, well, AJ, uh, if, you, if you make that, take a pic, send it in. Um, keep your chartreuse out of reach of your new roommates. Shit's expensive. Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> looking forward to it, huh? Uh, I don't know where to go. I'm lost all of a sudden. Well, it's the end of the show. Where, do we just go? Do we just leave? Do we just have door sound right now? Is that it? We could, but we should probably thank. There's some people we need to thank before we do that, Chris. Oh yeah, I forgot how this worked. Okay, so uh, if you want to follow Chris on Twitter, he's at Chris B Chicken. Right. Okay, so I think if you want to follow Ben, you can find him at Benjamin R A H R. <laughs> Our show is at Drink About It. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Drink About It. And you know who is great that helps us do all of our social medias is Lizzie Bartelt. Uh, sure is. We it sure does. We, we basically we basically probably would have quit a long time ago if Lizzie wasn't helping us. That's right. That's right. Um, and you know what? Lizzie does it out of the, the goodness of her heart and uh, you're a gem. And what Lizzie. a good heart it is. Yep. You're a gem, Lizzie. An absolute gem. Uh, I should thank Graham Walsh and Jamal Richardson for our music. What do you uh, know? Two more gems. Yep. Gentlemen, one and all. We should Gentlemen. thank Paul Watling for our art. What a guy. What Paul a guy. Watling. What a guy. What a fella. Oh, he's good peeps. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll see him when we're uh, in town for Max FunCon. Oh, we will. Uh, 100%. Um, well, I think that just about does it, Chris. It really does. Wraps it just, up. Just about finished with my beverage. Me too. And with that, we'll be back at you next week with more life events and more drinks that go perfectly with them. Later, potato. Don't choke on your rum and coke. <laughs> a little jingle this time. <laughs> yeah. Don't choke on your rum and coke. <laughs> uh, I've been writing jingles in my spare time. Good. Just this that good, one. There's a good buck in that racket. Yeah. So many jingles these days, you know? I mean, there's just a, it's an embarrassment of riches when it comes to jingles. The jingle game. Yeah. Oh, yo, knee deep in the jingle game. What? what <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Later, Chris. <laughs>